On this podcast, you'll hear an interview that originally aired on News Radio 1080, KRLD, in North Texas. This interview is about vaccine hesitancy and what the Hispanic business community is doing to get more Latinos vaccinated. Welcome to the Latino Business Report. This podcast covers business, people, and issues of the day from a Latino perspective. The Latino Business Report is brought to you by TAMAC, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce. TAMAC is the leading Hispanic business organization in Texas since 1975. Now for your host, J.R. Gonzalez. In the middle of the current wave of the Delta variant of COVID-19, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce believes that not enough is being done to get Latino employees, customers, and communities fully vaccinated. J.R. Gonzalez is the executive vice chairman of Tamak, joining us to talk more about a new initiative that could have a huge impact, they say, on vaccination levels in the Latino community statewide. What is Say Adios to COVID campaign? Kristen, thank you very much. Say Adios to COVID campaign is a campaign put together by Tamak with some other supporting agencies that are encouraging employers to get 100% of their employees vaccinated. And we're focusing in on Latino employers and Latino owned businesses, because that is where the biggest problem is. That's where the highest attrition rate is. That's where the highest death rates are. That's where the highest infection rates are. And since we are a statewide Hispanic based business organization of chambers and commerces, it just made sense that job or business owners tend to be influencers not only amongst in their community, but definitely amongst their employees. So let's leverage that to try to encourage people to go ahead and have all of their questions answered about the vaccination and to get vaccinated. Is that the problem messaging that the uh, Latino community hasn't just been given the message in a way that or language that it, they understand as well? Dave, there's a lot of problems out there. And one of them, I think, is overall messaging and confusion. If you look at the different national newses and different things you get, depending on which channel you're watching or who you're listening to, you're getting contradictory information. So we're boiling it down to let's get local trusted people, such as clergy, such as teachers, such as uh, community leaders, and of course, employers. So let's get the message to them in English and Spanish from people that they trust and feel confident in. And as we look at that, hopefully the message will be there. There's also a lot of obstacles for Hispanics as well. One, a lot of them, where do I go to get the vaccination? A lot of folks don't realize that it's absolutely free. Amongst a portion of the population, they're a little concerned that they don't require a social security number or any real identification. They just they go, I don't, I'm, I may be here undocumented and I don't want to put my name on a roster. I don't want to go anywhere for fear that I may, you know, get caught. No, that is not the case. The important part is to let them show, to show Latinos in the in the state of Texas and everywhere, whether what regardless of their status, it's important that they get vaccinated not only for their own health and safety, but for that of their families as well. How will the campaign educate Latinos here in Texas? Will it be, uh, you know, literature? Will it be videos? How will you get the message across? Because all the above, we're going to be putting out um, literature. We're going to be putting out posters. We're going to be doing. Uh, uh, segments on, on social media, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everything available, uh, radio station PSAs. We're going to be having events around the different uh, parts of the state. We're focusing in working with our partners, and we also have something called the pledge. It's the 
Sea Adios to COVID pledge. And in this pledge, we're asking Latino employers to take the pledge that by November, at the end of November, by November 30th, they will have 100% of their employees vaccinated. Is there also in the Hispanic community an issue with people that don't believe the information that's coming out about the vaccine, as it is in, in other areas as well? You know, I believe the people that don't believe there's always going to have those folks. I think that's going to go across all communities, all races, all cultures. However, for those that don't believe Darwin's theory, I mean, survival of the fittest. I mean, poor things, but they don't believe that's fine. But this is real. People are dying on a regular basis. I mean, daily. The fact that here in Texas alone, we're talking about 40 percent of the of the of the population in Texas, Hispanic. Yet we have 46 percent. 46, 47% of all deaths are Hispanic. We have the highest death rate. We have the highest infection rate, but we're also the essential workers. We're the ones out there. Latinos are the ones out there every day servicing the community, working these essential jobs. There's a lot of Latinos who do not have the privilege of staying at home and working remotely. They have to get out. And when they're out there in the, in the communities, working in the restaurants, working in the hotels, um, doing the daily business to keep this country running, then they're more prone to become infected. We've been seeing these numbers at an elevated rate, especially for the Latino community nationwide. Why do you think there hasn't been more focus on the Latin community in making sure that they are getting this, receiving this message? Just that's a good question. In any type of crisis or pandemic or emergency situation. Unfortunately, there's a lot of folks are going me first, take care of me and my family. And as, as, as resources, as things are out there, it's very evident they're going to the privileged. I mean, I'm not going to mention any names, but a very high ranking official recently got COVID and boy, they had not only they had antibiotics, they had cocktails, they had everything possible to make that person better. Not everybody has that advantage. Not everybody has doctors. Not everybody has life insurance, uh, medical insurance that they can go to. But it only stands to reason if close to half the population of your state is prone to have a higher infection and death rate, if we're going to get herd immunity, let's focus in on that the most vulnerable part of the population. And that's going to be people of color. That's going to be Hispanics. That's going to be African-Americans. That's going to be other folks of color that are that are suffering from this and dying every day, but yet there's a lot of people that go, well, the priority should be here, or we shouldn't help over here, or they may not be from this country, so we're not going to administer any type of help to that community. Well, guys, this virus doesn't know what side of the border who it came from. It spreads equally. As it's spreading, unfortunately, the Latino community historically does not have the resources available to them through the medical care and just basic checkups, or some of it is language barriers, confusion of messaging, and some of it is just that, let's face it, uh, I'm a Latino male, you know, that machismo, you know, I, mean, I don't want to go to the doctor, you know, I'm fine, I'll survive it, but, you know, I don't know. I was, I was, when I was able to get my vaccination, I got it, and I'm ready for that booster as soon as it becomes available, because I'll take a lot of risks, but I don't want to gamble with my life or to infect the loved ones around me that can easily pick it up for me if I don't end up getting that sick.
Talk about the importance of getting that message out into the smaller counties, because it's the big cities where the numbers are higher. But you go outside the big cities in the rural areas, vaccination rates are down under in the area of 30 percent as well. Yep. The rural areas are one thing. I think a lot of a lot of what's happening is people are getting this COVID fatigue or the mask fatigue or whatever you want to call it. And they're going, oh, we have the vaccine. It's OK now. It's not OK. The numbers show it. We're, able to, we're increasing again. We're on the rise. And something as simple as wearing a mask, I mean, it doesn't seem to be that hard, but yet people have made it a political issue. They've made it an issue comparing themselves to American revolutionaries back in the, you know, 1776. I go, seriously, really? I mean, if it wasn't for basic vaccines, we would still have tuberculosis, we'd have polio, we'd have all these other diseases. But this is a well-researched and tested vaccine that this has been the most tested vaccine than any other, just to sh- just due to the sheer numbers of how many people have been vaccinated across the world. It's safe. It is safe. Now, are there going to be incidents that happen from time to time? Yeah, but that's true in any case. So with the vaccine, people need to be encouraged. Let's take that vaccine. Let's wear a mask. Let's take the precautions necessary for a little while longer, hopefully, so we can survive this and we don't bring our economy to a grinding halt again. I have a a question to mention on that. You were talking about how a lot of Latinos are essential workers and when they get sick, they can't work. And it's not just for one or two days. The quarantine fluctuates, but at a minimum of 10 days out. Let's talk about the economic impact of the Latinos here in Texas that are very underestimated with their force. If we have more and more Latinos in Texas getting sick from COVID, how is that going to impact the state's economy? Tremendously, tremendously. If you're looking at it, if you look at the labor force, over 50% of your labor force in the state of Texas and in many other places of the country, over 50% are Latino workers. Um, the average age of the, of the Hispanic in this country is going to be 26, 27 years old. The average age of everybody else is going to be about in their mid to upper 30s. We are, Latinos are younger. They're childbearing. They're out there. They're doing the essential work. If you look at the school systems, you look at elementary school, any elementary school in the state of Texas, just about over 50% of their population are going to be Hispanic children. This is the future, regardless whether you like it or not. The Hispanic population is continuing to grow. And it's not growing due to immigration. It's just that they're younger, they're childbearing. And when you look at it, the, the, um, the non-Hispanic white population is actually declining in numbers, where for the second decade in a row, Hispanics have, have been responsible for more than 50% of this country's population growth. So this, this is a trend that's going to continue. So Hispanics, not only are they essential workers, they're also um, going to be your, your Hispanics or the essential workers. Those are going to be businesses, future customers, future managers. And in a lot of cases, whether people like it or not, Hispanics are going to be your future relatives. So I mean, we're there. We're there, but instead of ignoring or trying to treat the community as a um, uh, as a part of a second tier society, resources, money, and effort need to be put into that community to thwart that growth and spread of the virus, so it can help everybody. 
A rising tide lifts all boats. And that's what we're trying to do is to make sure that this ignored and often forgotten part of, the, of our society, of, of the Latino community, American citizens that are here that still do not know who to trust for a myriad of reasons, let's make sure that they get the information, make sure that they feel comfortable doing it, and let's get them vaccinated and encourage them to keep taking all precautions until we get through this. The goal of 100% of Latino employees vaccinated three months away. Is that doable? Oh, it's doable. It's doable because it, I mean, is it doable? Yes. Are people going to be motivated? I hope so. I hope so. And that's what we're trying to do at Tamak is to get people engaged, get them motivated, get excited about this. Like, this isn't a game. I mean, this is life and death, not only of ourselves, but, but uh, of other people. I, for one, I'm very blessed to have both my parents, both in their, well, dad is 88, mom claims to be 49 again, but that's another issue. But I would feel terrible if me being out and about infected my own parents, if something happened to them. You know, in the Latino community, we don't, a lot of folks don't have the, the privilege or they have the disposable cash to put the elderly into care facilities. We don't do it. We take care. We take care of them at home. We do what's necessary. But at the same time, there's a lot of men out there. um, And I said, I'm guilty. We had this macho attitude. I learned to put that macho attitude aside aside and said, I'm going to get a checkup. I'm going to be take, I'm going to be tested. I'm going to wear a mask and I'm going to take that booster shot as soon as it becomes available. Because the last thing I want to do is my own ignorance or stupidity or macho attitude hurt or possibly kill somebody that I know or love. Uh, Lastly, is there any um, call to people uh, that are listening that you would like for them to, you know, go to your website or social media? Absolutely. You can go to our uh, Tamak website, which is T-A-M-A-C-C.org, T-A-M-A-C-C.org, or we're about to launch a new website. It's live. It's going to be being uh, updated here over the next, over the next couple of days. And that is um, say adios to COVID.com. Say adios to COVID.com. And in there will be information. There'll be graphics. There'll be uh, talking points. And if you're an employer and you don't have to be Hispanic, if you're an employer and you want to join and take the say, say adios to COVID pledge, there's a pledge. Do so. We'll get your information. We'll get your name, get you the proper materials that you need so you can go out there and help promote the facts and encourage your workers and your employees to get vaccinated and to make your workplace a safe environment, not only for your workers, but for your customers as well.